dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Meta, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly Racing, Bills Pipes, W Wheels, Motul MX, X-Brand Goggles, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, x Goggles, and Meta. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got Cade Clayson. Cade, how's it going? I'm um, good. I'm good. Just uh, you know, another day in life, living it up in uh, beautiful South Carolina. Beautiful South Carolina, uh, knuckles deep in a, uh, a Honda 450 motor. Uh, I understand that you're doing a power band swap. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to gotta make sure she's always tip-top shape so I can go as fast as possible and, uh, you know, try to keep up with the factory boys. Absolutely. Now, you've got the, t- the daunting task of doing exactly that, uh, keeping up to the factory riders on, uh, on non-factory equipment. What would you say is the biggest uh, challenge that, uh, that you're faced with in, in that department? Is it uh, t- strictly the, uh, how, how fresh their bikes are every single week that thing gets framed all the way down and uh, it's, it's all those uh, factory parts? Or, uh, or is it just the whole program? Uh, where does it all come together for you? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. So, I mean, I think I think it all just kind of winds together from the funds of getting to the races and taking care of stuff like that to to not having to worry about simple little things. And, you know, just, you know, they have 110% confidence in their bike every week. And so do I. I love my bike. My bike this year is great. Um, Brian put together a great bike for me, and um, I really couldn't ask for anything better out of that. Um you know, that setup is perfect for me. Um, it's just little things like experience and and getting uh, getting comfortable at the races each weekend and, you know, putting myself in the right positions to beat those guys because, you know, they're all fast and I'm fast too, but it's just, uh, you know, I'm one of the youngest guys in the class and I'm still trying to, to make my mark and learn my way. You know, I get to races and I don't always have the experience those guys have and, you know, that's something... I think I lack when I compare to those guys' experience at the races. And, you know, that that can only come with time. So I feel like the more I race, the better I get. And, uh, yeah. So uh, one would think that a guy with a speed like your own, uh, you would um, gravitate to the uh, to the 250 because uh, you've got the kind of speed to be honest, be a top 10 guy every single weekend uh, in the on a, either the 250 East or West uh, West series. But uh, for as long as I've known you as a pro, uh, it's been uh, the 450s, the weapon of choice. Why is that for you? Obviously, uh, there's uh, more opportunities to make uh, uh, the big bucks in the in the 450 class, but um, 
Um, yeah, but, and you're also a little bit of a taller guy. Uh, but, but why the 450 and uh, uh, why, why, why pick a Honda? Um, you know, the guys at <clears throat> BWR, K1 Speed Team, you know, they called me this year and they were the only people who called me. And I wasn't really sure if I was even going to race Supercross because I didn't want to do it on my own. Um, and they called me and, they, you know, we set up a program for this year and it seemed to work really well. I would love to race a 250 in the future. You know, I've always wanted to try and do well in that class, but I've never, I raced it my rookie year, obviously, cause you have to. And I went out and I actually rode terrible all year. I had some good results, but, um, it just never really came together, um, for me. And I never had the best bike. And I just, I've always wanted to have like a really good 250 to go out and race, but I've never had that opportunity. And, you know, at some point in life, maybe I will, but for right now, you know, the 450 class is, uh, is what I'm stuck with and I'm happy to be there. You know, I love riding 450s. Um, it's a good bike for me. You know, I'm bigger, I'm heavier and it, it works for me. It doesn't take as much and I can go out and make more money in that class easily than I could in the 250 class, not saying that I couldn't make money in that class, but as a privateer, it's more financially savvy for me to ride a 450. And, uh, you know, especially since I have to pay my way to get to like races and stuff like that, you know, it just, it makes more sense. So, uh, for this year, we saw you, uh, take a step backward as far as the national numbers concerned in 2015, it was the 92 ripping around this year. We're back to, uh, the, uh, the 761. First of all, when it comes to picking a three digit number, uh, there's sometimes it means something to someone. Sometimes that's just the number that, uh, the AMA gave you, which is a, uh, not nearly as cool of a story. But, uh, um, first of all, um, the, the number, the 761, where does that come from, uh, for you? you and uh, what do you need to do so uh you'll be running a uh, a two-digit for next year i think you're uh, you're already well on your way to doing so yeah it, uh, it's a pretty boring story it's just you know it kind of came from when i turned pro i picked some numbers and i didn't get it so i got the last three of my ma number and it just kind of stuck really i rode with it my rookie year for supercross and for outdoors when i rode 450 outdoors and i i scored almost all my points in outdoors because that's know what i like and uh <clears throat> so i rode the next year with uh 92 but i barely got to even race with it really because i only raced like six super crosses because i ended up getting hurt and uh, i almost had enough points in supercross to get a number but then i i ended up racing almost no outdoors i only scored like two points in outdoors because i only did the last round and uh so I didn't have enough points, so it, it kind of set me back. It was kind of a bummer, um, but then all summer I got I ran 761 in Canada too, and uh, I mean now this year in Canada this summer I get to run national number six. So I go from a three digit to a single digit. I'm just moving up and down all over the planet. <laughs> that's not that's not bad. So when once you go up to Canada, uh, you'll drop the seven and the one from both sides of the six. Uh, maybe uh, broaden that six a little bit because uh, skinny little six are kind of funny. Uh, and uh, you'll be ripping it up here, up in here in Canada. No doubt, we'll see you uh, when I uh, visit the series in in uh, Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love Canada, and uh, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm I just started riding uh, the KTM and stuff, so 
it's uh, it's going really good so far, and I like it up there. It fits me well, so I uh, I hope to do really well up there this year. How did you originally get connected uh, with uh, ra- uh, racing up in Canada? Um, it's um, it's not the route that uh, a lot of riders go for, but uh, uh, people like yourself who are looking to uh, uh, better themselves and, and uh, uh, knock down some some wins so that they can gain that confidence and then head head back uh, south to uh, to bring those skills and that confidence to uh, either outdoor nationals or supercross. Uh, it's been a huge benefit for you. Yeah, it's worked out really well for me. Actually, I train at Club Max in South Carolina, and a friend of mine that I became friends with is from Canada, and he rode for the team that I ride for now in Canada. And at the big, right before the season last year, he uh, he ended up getting hurt pretty bad and wasn't able to race. And my deal for outdoors in the states fell through, and they happened to call me just before that and I accepted the offer and you know it kind of took off ever since I was only supposed to do the first four rounds and then they asked me to stay for the whole season and then at the end of the season they came to the states and did the last national here for me and then after that they offered me a contract for this season and it's just it's been great it's a great team Um, so it actually worked out really well for me. No doubt. So um, I, I got to ask uh, whether or not you'll be able to uh, pull some of your current uh, personal sponsors with you because uh, uh, although this is a fly racing podcast, I, I'd hate to think that you weren't able to uh, to rock this uh, this white and double blue AXO gear, which uh, some people in the past, I don't know, in the last week or so have bagged on the AXO gear, but uh, I'm a fan of it, man. You're looking good out there. Uh, always can always spot you on the track regardless what colorway you're in, and uh, that speaks volumes to uh, to not only your riding style, but uh, what you got on. Yeah, I mean this stuff's cool. I really, uh, I really like it. Um, you know, I haven't had any issues with it. It holds up good for me. Um, you know, I like being a little bit different. You know, I like the fact that no one on the track was wearing the same gear as me. You know, if I, if you know, if I wore fly here in the states, you know, I'd be matching half the dudes on the track. But, um, and there's nothing wrong with that either, but just personally, you know, I like having my own style and it works out well for myself and AXO, but as far as wearing it, um, the rest of the year, um, my deal with them was only through Supercross. So it's actually, I actually have to make the switch to the team sponsor, uh, at the beginning of nationals up there. So, you know, it works out for everybody. Um, you know, AXO has been really good to me and, um, you know, I love wearing this stuff. And yeah, and I mean, we might have a relationship in the future. We never know. Fair enough. We gotta stick with the uh, uh, the the contract obligations to uh, no doubt, most likely, be uh, in familiar territory, rocking the uh, uh, the flag gear in the summer. That uh, is the plan as of right now. So I, uh, um, as far as I know, that's what the plan is. But uh, I'm not 100 percent sure on uh, those deals. Um, they haven't told me everything yet, but yeah, as far as I know, we're supposed to wear fly up there this summer. So, uh, once Supercross is over, I'll probably have to end up making the switch. Awesome. So having a sponsor like K1 Speed, uh, gives me the idea that you more, more often than not get an opportunity to, uh, to twist the throttle of a different kind and, uh, and wax, uh, teammates of yours or, uh, uh former teammates of yours like, uh, Alex Ray at the, at the go-kart track. Uh, who's, who's winning that battle right now? I am by far beating Alex Ray. I'm just saying, Alex Ray, <laughs> I got you beat all day. No, uh, but 
the probably the best is Kyle White. Kyle White's got it made. He is really good at it. Um, he kills it every single time we go. Uh, but it's such it's so much fun. K1 is a great sponsor to have, and they take care of us. You know, they're pretty much the only uh, you know big sponsor of the team. So, you know, it's great to have such a great group of people around us. You know, I've met so many people from K1 going to different places, and they're all so nice, and they uh, they do a good job in their business, and they uh, they enjoy coming and watching us race. So, uh, did Kyle White uh, uh, give you a huge thumbs up for uh, for your move in the LCQ this last weekend to uh, help him make his first uh, main event? Oh, uh, I was really mad when I crashed. I was super bummed because Tony so and I Tony are good Archer. friends, and yeah, we were bummed. Uh, him and I are good friends, and I, yeah. you know, it was a mistake on both of our parts. Um, you know, he uh, he came uh, a little left, and I had nowhere to go. And, uh, yeah, it sucks, but, you know, it happens. And uh, there's nothing I can really do to change it. But when I came off the track, I had just rolled the finish line and I'd just gotten lapped. So I only had to do three laps. And uh, I looked at the board and Kay White's fist bumping, and I see he's, he got fourth in the LCQ. And I, there was nothing I could do but be pumped for him. You know, I gave him a big high five. And, uh, you know, he was, he was more than pumped, you know, he works really hard and he deserves it too. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with him making the main just cause I crashed and, you know, I'm pumped for him. That's excellent, man. Uh, um, I, I can't even imagine that feeling of, of finally breaking through. I know, uh, I care. You probably didn't make your, the first main event that you tried for. Uh, what's that like to, uh, to make your, get, get one of those spots in the LCQ and, uh, and know that, uh, uh, you're going to the big dance, which is, uh, 20 laps with, uh, uh, the best, who's the best in, in, uh, in Supercross, uh, of today. Oh, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know, last year I made my first 450 main at Anaheim 2 and, I, I may have lucked into it, but, you know, I actually whole shotted my semi and, uh, you know, a few guys went down and I ran second almost the whole semi to only get passed on the last lap by Tomac, Barsha, and somebody else. And, you know, I ended up making it out of my semi at my first, for my first main and it was, it was crazy. You know, I was so happy because um, my mechanic back then uh he had been my mechanic since i was an amateur and you know we worked really hard together and it was cool to be able to do that at you know at anaheim you know it's a big race and it's such an amazing feeling and pretty much every main you make you know you get that really like wow this is a good feeling to be able to line up on the on the gate with the best riders in the world you know those guys are no joke and you know it's it's pretty awesome that's awesome, man. Well, uh, we're going to throw it to commercial quickly here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Canada. We're going to talk a little bit about privateer life as well as life at uh, Club MX. Uh, we'll be right back with Cade Clayson. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to take it to the commercial, and we'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. 
Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter-X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, 
Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today. And never settle. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show still on the line with Cade Clayson. Uh, don't call him Clade Kaysen, uh, as uh, more often than not uh, the announcers uh, mix up. But uh, uh, Cade, um, what's uh, what is uh, life like as a, uh, a privateer in, in the sport of Supercross? Uh, what is your current situation as far as getting to the races every single weekend? Uh, uh, are you flying all the time? Do you have to drive to some? And uh, obviously, uh, being a guy who's doing a lot of training at Club MX, you got to have a lot of uh, um, great things to say about that facility, as well as some good stories about the characters that, uh, that run around down there. Yeah, uh, privateer life, it's, it's the whole thing, really. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it gets really rough, you know. I uh, The first, you know, 10 rounds I had to drive through, or drive to, you know, it was uh, it was difficult, but, you know, it's life, and you got to deal with it, and then uh, I'm able to start flying now. Uh, so these farther away rounds, it makes it a little bit easier, but, um, it's still a process, you know, paying for it all on my own. Um, so it is what it is, you know, but that's why we work hard. So someday we might not have to do that. Um, but it's, it's okay. It could be better. It could be worse. Is uh, it just makes you a better person. I think trying to, uh, get through all those hard times to, uh, to make you, uh, respect and, respect the guys who have earned uh earned the earned the jobs that you know they don't have to pay for it on their own anymore but um life at club it's pretty awesome you know i really enjoy it here i uh i have my own cabin down the road you know i just live there and uh i do my own thing you know i train with some of the best riders uh around you know brayton's here a lot alessi's here nicoletti's here sometimes uh 
Kyle Peters is here, Josh Osby, you know, and, you know, we all work really hard together and to make each other better so that we can be the best on the weekend. And I think it shows how hard we work because we all put in really good results. So, you know, it's, it's great. You know, there's uh, amateur kids here that are just starting, you know, to prosper and, you know, to get better. So it's, it's cool to be able to watch them grow and, and be a part of their training process and help them to get better as uh you know, as long as uh as long as they respect you, you know, it's fun to go out and help some of the kids and stuff too. Yeah, I'm sure some of them uh try and nip at your heels a little bit, maybe jump onto the track right in front of you to uh to hang with you for uh, a lot, uh, a corner or two. Uh and I do, I don't doubt that uh, you were one of those kids at some point. It's all part of the uh the the pro the process of uh of getting faster every single weekend and uh and achieving those goals. Um did you did you originally like at one at what point did you feel like this is going to be something that you're going to be able to to accomplish and uh, and race at this level? Um, you know, I don't know. I, when I was a little kid, I loved racing and I was pretty good at it. Um, and then I kept growing up and, you know, I was, uh, my dad and I would go to the races, my grandpa and I, and, you know, it was a struggle. You know, we didn't really have the money, um, to do it the right way all the time. You know, I only rode like two nationals a year and, you know, we did the bare minimum of qualifiers and stuff for Loretta's. And, uh, pretty much at the end of my schoolboy year, you know, I was thinking about quitting because, you know, I didn't really have the money to keep doing it at the right level. And uh, my my grandma actually stepped up and played a huge part in helping me. You know, when she started helping me, I started training with Nario Izzy in Georgia. And um, I actually got a lot better. And then I got offered a ride just for like a privateer team. And uh, they started helping me out. And uh, it just kind of took off from there. And after I started riding from, for them, I moved up to club. And, uh, you know, it's it's been great ever since. You know, I don't really have any regrets um, trying to uh, trying to get better. So, you know, I kind of, I don't want to say I always wanted to be GoPro, but I kind of always planned on it, trying to be confident. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could say that I've always wanted to do it and I always thought I was going to do it, but really you never really know so uh if there's ever an, uh, a time uh out in a supercross track on a weekend when uh maybe some of the other privateers or maybe the fast some of the factory guys uh, aren't giving you uh uh any any respect or your your uh uh the, the treatment you deserve do you ever just walk up to me like hey i'm number six in canada like check yourself <laughs> oh no no that would probably <laughs> wouldn't go over very well no i mean it does happen though like I mean, some days, like, like when I'm – the weekends, like, I get in A practice, the factory guys, they hate it. They hate they hate seeing, like, fast privateers in A practice because they – like, I feel like they feel like we're in the way and really we're just as fast as they are. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I'd probably be the same way if I was those guys just thinking, you know, trying to have that confidence of, wow, I'm way better than you. Why do you get to be out here with us? But – you know, it's just a stepping stone of trying to uh, earn the respect of the guys who uh, who have earned theirs. Absolutely. You deserve to be in there, man, because uh, you've been putting it in the mains just about every single weekend. There's a couple mishaps here and there, but uh, f- for the most part, you're in there, uh, even if it means jumping over some tough blocks. <laughs> yeah, the, the tough block jumping, uh, yeah, well, it is what it is. I can't, you know, I, I, I thought it was fair. You know, they didn't. 
you know, I can't change it. Um, but you know, it sucks, but you know, like I said, I can't change it. And, uh, I just thought it was a sick move and I thought about it in my head before I did it. And I just kind of went for it and, you know, there, there it was, and I did it and it was flawless. I, I, I yeah. perfected it too. No doubt. Well, like, I think, uh, like even, even though it uh, is not, uh, directly within the, uh, parameters of the rule book, I still think for being able to pull it off and, and edge ahead, uh, of, of Nick Schmidt, I think they at least should have, uh, like put a, a tw- even put both of you guys in the main event, put a 23rd, uh, person on the line, uh, to, uh, to give you the, the credit, man. Cause, uh, honestly, it is a, a great, uh, a great move and, uh, really just shows that, uh, you'll do just about anything to, 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 to make it into those main events. Yeah, I mean, to get into a main for one is, is a big deal. And, you know, Nick and I are good friends. So it was it was tough, you know, when, you know, being, we have, you know, we're the close to the same speed, so it's tough because we end up battling every weekend. And, you know, I want the spot just as bad as he does. And, you know, he's a little bit older than me. You know, he has a lot more experience than me. He's He's been killing it. You know, I give him all the respect in the world. He's missed one main all year. And, uh, you know, he, he deserves to be in there, but I feel like I do too. And, you know, that's what I try to do every weekend. And, and you know, I uh, <clears throat> I try to just leave it all out on the table so I can get it done. So uh, what uh, what does Cade Clayson need on race day to, to be his best? Is it preparation during the week? Is it uh, a positive track walk, positive tra- uh, feel at the track? Or is it uh, simply being able to go to the races and uh, worry about one thing and that's uh, twisting the throttle and, uh, and, and dropping those lap times. Um, you know, again, it's just a little bit of everything, you know, you know, I ride better when I'm having fun. And, uh, so I try to keep like a positive attitude and some weekends I don't, and I get yelled at for it by my trainers and my family and the team. And, you know, they'll all yell at me and say, you know, you're being negative and it's showing in your riding. So, you know, I try to, have a good positive weekend and just go out and be as positive, be as positive as possible um, to go out and just, and do the best I can. You know, Um, some weekends it's there and some weekends it's not, and it happens to everybody, but it's just a consistency thing for me and uh, just going out and doing the best I can and just being positive is a a big place. The biggest part I think in my weekend of uh, doing really good. So, uh, t- 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 uh, switching uh, gears to the Canadian Nationals, uh, was last year your first full year of, of doing Canadian Nationals, or were you in Regina the year where uh, it, it rained cats and dogs? No, I had never, before last year, I'd never raced the Canadian okay. National at all. Um, they, I just, just, I was familiar with the people on the team, and, and they, uh, they knew I was kind of in the hunt for a spot. And they called me for a filling guy, and it ended up working out really well for me. But that was the thing I was really rough with was uh, I didn't know any of the tracks when I'd go to them. You know, I'd watch film and watch YouTube videos, but, you know, going to them, you know, it was a whole new thing for me each and every weekend. Fair enough. Well, I, they, they don't come back to uh, Manitoba, where I'm from, uh, just yet. Uh, Manitoba is not part of the CMRC, uh, so they don't gift us a national. But uh, I'm going to have to show you a, a video from all the way back in 2007, when uh, there was uh, just the absolute most ridiculous mutter. Uh, but uh, one that came close was 2014 in uh, in Regina, where uh, a beautiful track that's usually all kinds of traction, was, uh, it was just poured rain the entire 
entire day. And uh, I think they had, I think, six guys in the 450 class even finish, including the, the factory guys. And uh, I think Bobby Canary had the lead for a little while before he wanted himself. And uh, Alessi's going down. Everybody's going down. And uh, those are the guys that you're going to have to contest with. Everyone from uh, from Alessi to Fastiati to Gurky to, to Metcalf, where do you th- see yourself uh, uh, sorting out with these guys? It's going to be an interesting uh, year for you. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of fast guys this year. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, I uh, I heard about Regina last year, and it actually rained there this year too, but just barely. And that was the only rain we had to race in all year. And I was I was expecting mud races all the time being in Canada, but apparently that's not the thing. Um, but as far as fitting in in Canada, uh, you know, I feel like I fit in really well. Um, you know, I'm a top 10 every moto kind of guy up there, but I know I can be in the top five and I deserve to be on the podium up there as well. So that's my goals right now as a podium, you know, last year, my best finish was fourth. Um, but you know, I blew that. I was in the podium spot the whole moto and I blew it with five minutes to go. And, uh, you know, I, this year I'm more mature. I, uh, I got a good bike and, you know, I'm going to have some testing under it this year and I am expecting to go up there and do really well. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, really looking forward to seeing you and uh, finally getting to, to, to meet you in person uh, once once the, I believe it's round four uh, or five, uh, comes around to, to Regina. Looking forward to, to seeing you and uh, seeing the success that you can uh, pull together for that. It's a, it's a beautiful raceway and uh, you'll, I think it's going to play into your strength. It's got, uh, um, well, there's, there's a lot of tracks that uh, on, the, on the series that I think are going to fit into your strengths quite a bit. Yeah, I like I said, I really enjoy it up there, and Regina was one of my favorite tracks. You know, it was fun. It flowed good. Um, you know, I, I know I met the owners, and they were uh, they were fun. So yeah, that place was really cool. And you know, like I said, a lot of the other tracks are really fun too. We got two new ones this year, so it should be a good year. What we need to do, and I, I would never uh, I would never do this in any of those circumstances. But uh, because I'm a Winnipeg Blue Bomber football fan, but uh, they've got a football team in Saskatchewan that they are absolutely diehard for. I mean, you can't walk into uh, the local corner store without being able to buy something Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We need to get you a Saskatchewan Rough Rider jersey and uh, with uh, like a Fly Racing logo on the back of it or something like that, or like spell out Fly Racing on the on the uh, the name bar, and have you wear it during uh, during the parade lap. Because I'm telling you right now, you will never get a more ridiculous uh, reaction from a set of fans than if you rock a, uh, a Saskatchewan Rough Rider uh, jersey for the the parade lap. Oh, I'll do it for sure. All Let's day. Let's do it. I, 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 that makes like a lot of sense because is that where like the Rough Rider things come from? Like yeah. uh, I see Murph putting on uh, on Twitter all the time. Yeah, that makes way more sense now. Absolutely, the Rough the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are uh, like a diehard set of fans that you like. You will, I've I've been to national uh, hockey league games, NHL games, where there's someone behind me that starts a "Let's Go Riders" chant, like. It's not even the right sport, and they're just there, and they're going nuts. And uh, in fact, at some point in the the Canadian Football League's history, there were two teams called the Rough Riders. Unreal. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, find me. I'll, 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 we'll figure it out. 
I'll make it happen. I uh, I, th- I I can definitely uh, p- pull that together for you. I can't wait to uh, to see you at th- at that at that event, man. Um, uh, aside from uh, Canadian nationals, uh, I know uh, it's it's not uh, uncommon for for guys like yourself to uh, head to Europe uh, in the off season to to do some of these off season Supercross races. Are those uh, First of all, have you done any of those in the past? And if not, uh, do you plan to? Because uh, I know uh, guys like uh, Steve Mathis can de- definitely uh, pull some strings to get you on the list to uh, make some extra cash in the offseason. Yeah, uh, this year I was uh, trying to set something up to go do it. Um, but I just I wasn't exactly 100% comfortable with people I was talking to about going over. I had heard some things that I wasn't really fond of. So we ended up not going, but... I uh, I ended up talking to some other teams, too, that had already had riders, and uh, they were interested for uh, doing next year. So, yeah, I'd really, I've always wanted to go do them just for the experience and, you know, to go to say I've been to Europe and I've been there to race and do fun stuff like that. So I'm thinking of trying to go back over there or uh, go over there for the first time uh, this year or at the beginning of next year, whatever they are. So, uh, yeah, it's always in the possibility because, I, like I said, I've always wanted to do it. And I uh, would like to. Awesome, man. Well, uh, uh, really appreciate you giving me some time to talk moto and uh, just pick your brain about a few things that you've been uh, been working on. And uh, wish you the best of luck in uh, the remaining rounds of Supercross, as well as uh, once the gate drops for uh, the Canadian Nationals with that uh, friendly number six. Um, before I let you go, uh, please uh, list off those sponsors that make everything happen for you. Uh, you can uh, you can throw in the Redemption Racing Team uh, ones as well if you feel uh, feel that you need. Uh, and uh, but then, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, man, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. I love talking to people and uh, getting to tell people my story and stuff. But yeah, you know, I just I really got to give it up to the whole K1 Speed BWR SSI Decals team. You know. We have a lot of sponsors, you know, such as Pro Taper and Yosh and Race Tech and Recluse and lots of other sponsors like that that, that do a huge part to make our program what it is and uh, make us do as well on the weekends as we do. And, you know, we couldn't do it without all of them. And like I said, you know, I, I want to always thank the Redemption Racing Team in Canada for uh, sticking behind me and giving me the opportunity to come up there this year. And, uh, you know, I got to thank my family and my girlfriend and my, all my trainers, uh, for always being behind me and helping me to uh to get better and be the best that i can and uh of course the lord jesus christ for always keeping me safe and uh being on my side that's beautiful my friend uh a great interview uh well spoken and uh really appreciate you giving me the time don't hang up just yet for podcast sake we'll cut it off right there all right man well i uh, i really appreciate you having me on thank you for listening to the big mx podcast brought to you by x brand goggles be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.